everybody. Welcome to Happy Healthy You, the podcast. I'm Connie Bowman, and today we're talking with life and wellness coach Katie Carpola. She is the founder of Authentic Dimensions Consulting, LLC. She's an executive coach, a life and wellness coach, image management consultant, and communication trainer. As a coach, she uses strength assessment tools and structured coaching to help executives and individuals harness the power of their strengths and talents and decrease the learning curve of growth areas. Wow, that would be cool. And achieve personal and professional greatness, right, Katie? (laughs) Thanks for coming. I'm so excited to talk to you again. We love to talk about personal growth, you and I. (laughs) So it's always fun when we get together. Um, Today, we're talking about mindsets and the importance of a good mindset for success in life and for happiness and healthiness and everything. Why don't you define for us what is a mindset? It's basically a statement that your mind has about something and you base your decisions on that and that can come from beliefs that can come from values fused with beliefs or how you were socialized and it really can be the foundation of whether you move forward or not in a particular area of your life Hmm. okay here's an example when I was a kid I think I was taking a dance class and my parents said something like I was uncoordinated and I never forgot that. And I, I, tr- I mean, I'm not a bad dancer, but, you know, I kind of let uh, that voice creeps in every once in a while. So right. would that be a mindset? That definitely would be <laughs> your mind telling you something that, that may or may not be true about yourself. So um, let me ask you this. How did how did that affect you? Well, you know, I, I've done some musical theater, and every time I would audition, I'd, like, get more nervous than I needed to. And, you know, once I learn something and rehearse something, I'm fine. But I have a lot more tension around movement and dance and that kind of thing right. than I would like. So so when you hear, when you heard, I'm uncoordinated, that you were uncoordinated, what did that say to you beyond that? What did that oh, say to gosh. you, Connie, about yourself? I'm not good enough. I'm not making my parents proud. Oh, my God, Katie. <laughs> <laughs> so then you need to ask yourself, well, okay. what, would, what would that mean if you do dance and you are uncoordinated? Freedom, joy, truth. If you are uncoordinated or coordinated. No. <laughs> beauty, <laughs> fame, fortune. Um, if I... If I was coordinated, if I was, which I, on, there, there's a part of me that doesn't believe it, but there's still a little part of me that <laughs> believes it. So, and that created obviously, I'm assuming, a little fear. Oh yeah, totally fear. You. Yeah. And you said you still experience that a little bit. Yes. Today, definitely. So, how did you overcome? I put myself in those positions. I think somewhat unconsciously, but I would put myself in those positions where I had, I was a pom-pom and I was a damn good pom-pom in college, but it was hard. It was hard to um, try out. (laughs) And then I, you know, I did plays and musicals and I do yoga and I dance now. And so, you know, whatever. So let's take this a step (laughs) further. Um, so the, this is kind of the, the area where that, that started for you. Mm-hmm. So what was your mindset that pushed you to challenge dancing mm. and try it even oh. with the fear? My mindset was, 
Hmm. That's a whole different mindset, isn't it? It is, but it's driving how you react to what you heard. Yeah. It's I can do whatever, whatever I set my mind to is my mindset. Right. So you're able to challenge that obstacle. Yeah. I like that mindset. Yeah. And that, I had that already. <laughs> Damn, you're good. <laughs> okay. So is it as simple as that? Is that, is that it? Really peeling back, um, you know, a belief and peeling back well, what was, what was driving that to find that mindset. For example, so you had a, you had a mindset, you had a growth mindset. Okay. I can grow if, if I, um, if I challenge this. Now, um, someone with a fixed mindset would say, well, I'm not going to be able to change that. And if that was the mindset driving that particular experience, they may not have ever danced again. Mm. Or if they did try to challenge it, it might have come out in uh, ways that was extremely uncomfortable for the person. And even though you did have some fear, and I think this is really important for people to understand, is you did still experience that fear that you had to walk through, mm-hmm. even with a growth mindset. Oh, yeah. But that mindset enabled you to continue walking through and move forward. So where did I get the mindset that I can do anything and anything I set my mind to? Well, start thinking about how you were socialized. Uh, did you have a role model? Were you in a school? Did you have a parent that, that functioned that way? Hmm. Well, my dad used to say, never say can't. Never say can't. Hmm. So maybe, yeah. Right. And I had a lot of people that really loved me and, and supported me in a lot of different ways. Right. Even though they thought it was uncoordinated. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's interesting. So we have mindsets that are both positive and negative. And it's all about mindfulness. Is that the key? Um, well, mindfulness is more observing mm-hmm. something in the in the present moment. Um, observing everything around you, all the all the details of, of what that that is. And um, you could certainly use that skill in a situation where if you're stumbling and you want to really kind of take a look at what's driving maybe a reaction, behavior, or choice mm-hmm. behind what you're doing, you can use that observation skill rather than allowing yourself to get uh, immersed in maybe an emotion that's driving okay. something that may be uh, painful. Or get you too excited you don't focus. <laughs> right, right. Well, can you give some examples of people who've overcome some negative mindsets and really changed their lives in a positive way? You know, the first thing that that I think of is when I worked with individuals that have had been diagnosed with something terminal. Mm-hmm. And, of course, they're diagnosed with something terminal because statistically – where they're at with their body, that, that falls into that, that category. Right. And um, mindsets, how you enter into that challenge, how you enter into being present and the quality of life really is determined by your mindset. Um, and even the mindset, am I going to accept this 
diagnosis is the word of God, or am I going to accept that there are anomalies out there? There are possibilities that, that I don't know, that, that I just have to be opened, or is this the end for me? Uh, there's a huge exploration of mindsets dealing with something like that because they become conscious mm-hmm. that we're not going to live forever. And the truth is, is none of us are going to but they're more aware of it at that moment because of a diagnosis. And there's so many mindsets that go into that. I mean, there's the mindset that it's the fear of death, which is so pervasive in our culture, right? Um, it is the big, the one big fear, I guess, because we really don't know what happens. And then there's the mindset of the medical system, that they are, they are the be all end all and they know have all the answers and um, I don't know that that's scary to me the mindset of the medical system I just uh, I don't know I could yeah. go on and on about that <laughs> but or the mindset of can I su- can I surrender to this process or mm-hmm. do I have to be completely in control so it really is a rotor tilling right. of their beliefs how they view the world um, their own humanity their strengths, their weaknesses. It's, it's a big time to, to really reflect who they are and what they believe and how they see the world. So I would say that going through that process, I have witnessed a lot of people grow and challenge some of the ideas that, that held them back that did not serve them at that time in that situation. Hmm. So someone who comes to you who has a terminal illness and may be resisting, not surrendering, how would you work with, let's role play maybe, you know, say I come to you and I have a terminal diagnosis and say, Katie, this just, I, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm, I'm not ready to go. I, I, I'm just not going to go back to the doctor. That's it. I don't know. What would you, how would you work with me? Well, First of all, I do I do have to say that when I am working with someone who has an illness, I'm working with them in the capacity as a minister. I'm mm-hmm. that's that's outside of the the coaching. Coaching is a little different. Though I can use my coaching skills to help support yeah, that process that that goes on and you know, a lot of that is really you know, asking the questions what's what's driving that behind it, you know. Obviously, Fear can be a big challenger, right? That comes up with that, and it's it's really creating a, a space for someone to feel safe to really explore that. Because a lot of times when people are saying things in the moment, it's not that it's set in stone; it's they're feeling that at that that moment, and sure. sometimes that needs to come out and clear first. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so how do you identify the mindset that they are at so that you can work with it to shift it and transform their, so that whatever happens, they can be at peace? Well, first of all, they drive the agenda. Okay. So wherever we go, that's, that's where, where they, they lead. And the coaching process, those, those skills is really exploring with curiosity. Mm-hmm what they're talking about and they start to to hear themselves um, they may already know what they want the end result to be 
in their thinking. Uh, so they might see a starting point and they might start seeing an end point. And what we call it is coaching the gap, that gap in between. And asking those questions um, helps them start to identify maybe a blind spot that they have in their thinking or a fear so that they can challenge it themselves. And just like when we had uh, talked about about your dancing, yeah, I wasn't telling you what you believed or what drove you. You were answering those questions for yourself. Yeah. You just That's pretty cool. had an environment to support you explore that. So when your client who came to you with, with the diagnosis, were they able to reach some peace about this or was that even the goal? What was the goal? Well, I've worked with a, with a few people, and I would say that peace is generally always the goal. Sometimes people already have peace. It's just a, a matter of maintaining that support so that they keep it. Right. Because things can change. I sure, mean, sure. If, if you get a report that comes back that's not what you expected, obviously you're going to feel emotions about that. So it's uh, creating that space so that they they can feel supported to maintain um, that peace and the process of something really challenging. Yeah, because that that's what will get us that that will lead to healing. And I mean, you know, we only have a finite number of minutes on this planet anyway, so we might as well live in joy as much as we can, right? So that's really interesting, Katie. I think that's really great work that you're doing. And I love how you've just brought all your gifts together, your not only your coaching and your image consulting and your communication skills, but also your ministry. I think that's very cool. You, I've always known you're a healer. Okay. That's awesome. Thanks. If somebody wants more information about you and to work with you, you can do it by Skype or by phone, right, I'm assuming? Right. That's how everybody does everything nowadays. Yes, how would they get in touch with you? They can go to www.authenticdimensions, dimensions with an S, dot com. And all the contact information is there. Awesome. Well, I'm going to work on my mindset, and I'm going to go dance my little butt off. <laughs> so thank you so much, and um, can't wait to talk to you again. Thank you, Connie.